from the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School. This is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Professor Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. Hello, Americus. Hi, Barbara. A quick uh, little data point for you. Uh, in my class, when I taught uh, the, the marketing strategy course uh, this past quarter, I had the uh, global chief marketing officer for uh, a dating app called OKCupid okay come into the class. Her name is Melissa Hobley. And one of the things she talked about, Barbara, was this interesting aspect that differentiates her dating app, OKCupid, okay which is that you're able to put stuff about your values to help you match with people that believe the things that you believe. And she just posted on her Twitter feed before we jumped on the air here, Barbara, that there's a 37% more likes occur when you outwardly state the fact that you believe in climate change, uh, mm. according to her data on the app. So, uh, you know, again, stating what it is that you believe in, what, what are your values, and what's important with respect to, you know, beliefs about the world, for example, or what's going on on this earth. Uh, are pretty important. What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are, what a coincidence! (laughs) Because (laughs) April 22nd is Earth Day, and so what we thought we'd do on this show is talk about our values and what we think about Earth Day and climate change and bring in some expert hosts um, who are doing something from a marketing angle to address some of these issues. And we're really delighted to have as our first guest, Catherine Lundstrom, who's Adweek Sustainability Editor. And we've had her before, and we know her values, right, Americus? We're thrilled with That's her. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> and we, we're ex- extremely happy to have you with us, Catherine. And of course, you're joining us doing our m- most famous segment that we'd love to do called... Just a bit outside. I love that. So we're excited <laughs> to have you, Catherine, and uh, to talk about hit or misses, the, the, the latest going ons, if you will, in the marketing world. And uh, we're really excited to have you join us on this. And season. let me just say, Thank if what? Well, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. Catherine, thank you for being oh, here. <laughs> and today we are going to talk about Earth Day things, and you can talk about your, because that is your beat, you'll, you'll, you can inform me in America's about all of that. And let me just also invite, if any of our guests have a question throughout today's show, we are actually live, so please feel free to call us at 1-844-WHARTON. That's one 1- 844-942-7866. Our phone lines are open, and we will take your Ooh. calls. But before we do that, let's go to Catherine and tell us, given it's Earth Day and Earth Week and stuff, I'm guessing you've been busy. What's been on the top <laughs> of your list uh, of things you think are most important? Yeah, well, I, I thank you so much for having me back. It's always fun to be here. Um but yeah, it, it's been busy. I must admit, um, the spring was very busy. We put out our sustainability-themed issue for Earth Month um, earlier this month on on April fourth, um, and then we had our event on the sixth. And we're still working on a report that we're adding a few things to that'll be out soon. Um, so yeah, we've been very busy. I was lucky enough to take last week off. Oh my God, so what were you thinking? I just, <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I had to wrap up all that stuff and then and then take a breather before Earth Week. Here. Um, but Get yeah, ready. diving back in is um, it's an exciting time to be on this beat. Uh, you know, one of the things that I think um, we notice, you know, is this um, everybody wants to chime in about 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 Earth Day, Earth Month, Earth Week. Um, and it's really interesting to see kind of some of the really exciting things that some brands are doing and um, and then kind of see consumer skepticism towards some of the things uh-huh. that are maybe not as well thought through. So let's start um, with that provocative statement. Uh, are there, <laughs> uh, what, what is something that's caused consumer skepticism in particular? You have something in mind? Yeah. yeah, well, um, so it was actually right before I left on vacation, um, Coca-Cola put out an ad with um, Bill Nye, the science guy, as a recycled plastic claymation guy um, teaching consumers about recycling. Um, but, you know, in the past couple of years, there's been a lot of investigative journalism that's uncovered kind of the way that these big brands have actually lobbied to keep plastic um, in circulation, despite knowing that recycling isn't really, um, you know, only 9% of the stuff that we throw into the recycling bin actually ends up getting recycled into into new things. Um, and often that's, that's recycled into not new plastic bottles, but into decking or playgrounds, that kind of thing. So um, there's So let me just uncouple that and make sure I understand that. So the problem with plastic bottles is that they actually aren't recycled. Is that what the problem is? And a lot of them, therefore, end up in our dumps or in things that are not good for the environment. Is that what the problem is? Yeah, I mean, it's just that we don't really have recycling systems to support the kind of recycling that these brands want us to believe that is possible. There's no way we can recycle 100% of plastic bottles. And so what a lot of advocates and environmental activists say is that maybe we should be moving away from plastics altogether. So, mm-hmm. And the, the framing of Coca-Cola's ad really kind of um, put, put the onus on the consumer to recycle that bottle. Um, which I see. There's kind of there is some there's some pushback to that kind of messaging at this point too. You know, like consumers only have so much choice, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there, yeah, you can you can try to change things on a personal level, but that's nothing compared to what a what a large um, what a large corporation could do. You know, it's um, interesting. In you're you're highlighting we're going to have in our spotlight segment Dan Murphy, who is the senior vice president of marketing for Liquid Death, and just to talk about what they're going to talk about when they come on. They do water in cans, um, and that's the right. idea. That's their positioning, and so that mm-hmm. is a solution that could happen. And what you're saying is some of these activists are saying Coca-Cola can make more of a difference rather than putting mm-hmm. the onus on consumers to recycle if, in fact, they started doing materials or packaging that was recyclable. So that sounds yeah. like a, yeah. a fair criticism. Did Coca-Cola get any pushback in marketing or, you know, in their consumer, uh, you know, in the... I mean, you know, I think folks were um, generally on 
impressed from what I saw. Uh, I mean, it's a beautiful ad. That's the thing is it is a really beautiful ad. They got Bill Nye. I mean, I think if you don't have a whole lot of information, this might look like a really compelling, a compelling ad, but um, there's enough out there. I think I don't, you know, like John Oliver did a segment on this last year. There's, Mm. there's quite a bit of, buzz around this um topic i think that there's a there's a pretty significant percentage of skeptical consumers interesting out but, there okay so what, what you're i love saying, about this go ahead America's no i was just gonna say what i love about this barbara is that i was just looking at uh you know interbrands list of top valued brands and when you look at the top 10 uh the only beverage company in there food and beverage company in there is coca-cola uh, i think mcdonald's might be right on the cusp but so it tells you that you know, you know, all these big tech companies are in there, and, and here's Coca-Cola that's still doing the soda thing. So they want to be thought leaders, to your point, Catherine. So they're probably motivated to try things, to be the first sort of thought, you know, step out there onto that ledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's probably, you know, a smart thing to do, even if it doesn't necessarily work, you know, coming out of the gates. What are your thoughts there, Catherine? You know, I think Coca-Cola is doing a lot of, like, I mean, you can read through their sustainability report. They have a lot of action on a lot of fronts. Um, But at the end of the day, um, they are tied with or kind of, um, I think they're number one top plastic polluter um, in the world, according to Break Free from Plastic, which is a pretty well-respected nonprofit that that measures this kind of thing. Um, So, you know, like there's, there's yeah, there's a lot of movement. They they are looking at all of this, um, but I think um, some folks would say maybe that's not that's not quite enough. Okay, let me reintroduce you. I'm Barbara Kahn, along with America Reed. This is Marketing Matters. Today we are celebrating Earth Day, and we're joined by one of our favorite guests, Catherine Lundstrom, who's Ad Week Sustainability Editor. And she's just been talking about, I would think you would characterize that as a miss. Um, even though we love Coca-Cola, <laughs> it's a big brand, it's on the top 10 interbrand brands, that really is kind of a miss. But can you mm-hmm. tell us also about a hit that you think is out there? Um, you know, there are a few. I think there's some there's something that I'm working on for Friday. Um, a and actually a European platform that um, works to connect refurbished um, electronics um, shops with consumers who are looking to buy new electronics. Um, ah. So kind of. Uh, you know, building out kind of a resale mm. um, economy for things like electronics. They're, they did a big um, activation at some Apple stores in, in Europe, which they're kind of unveiling what they did on Friday. I don't want to okay, you don't scoop yourself. Okay. There, but it's some <laughs> exciting stuff. Um, I, think there, I think there is a lot of exciting movement um these brands that are really trying to respond seriously to how consumers are asking them to on climate um so i think that's an exciting one there's a lot of exciting stuff in the resale space with things like thread up and um and the real real there's a lot of um i think there's a lot of movement there that has a lot of exciting momentum yeah so, so that I, 
that's general um, change in behavior. Just to recap kind of what you're saying is one of the things where you're saying plastic bottles aren't really recyclable because they don't get recycled, essentially. But yeah. something... I mean, ideally, they would be, right? Right, ideally, but the, the truth of the matter is that. it's not there. So it's kind yeah. of something that looks good on paper, but it actually isn't real. On the other hand, there are a lot of companies, and you mentioned too, ThreadUp and Real Real, that are trying to change consumer behavior. And it, and it sounds like this one that you're not you're telling us about, but not really telling us about, are about a situation <laughs> about reusing or refurbishing electronics, or you know, and that's a fundamental change in uh, consumer behavior. It's not necessarily just targeted for Earth Day or Earth Week, but it's kind of getting the message out maybe at this time when people are listening to say. We have to change the way we consume things, and we have to start reusing and refer, you know, reusing refurbished things, or, you know, in real, real case, using things that are possibly um, been used before or gently used. That kind of idea. So, you know, mm-hmm. given you're on this beat and you are kind of think about it more deeply than some of us do, do you think that consumers are embracing that change in behavior? I think I think that there is a growing percentage of consumers that are that are embracing that kind of behavior. I think there's still some pretty significant barriers to it, though. You know, um, a lot of times sustainable choices are more expensive, and that's that's something that we kind of have to. That's gonna that it will require system change before we can actually um, offer consumers the same um, the same quality. At the same, at a lower price, um, but that's, and actually have that be nice to the earth too. Yeah, but that's not so. the case with refurbished or resale, right? Like resale, totally. real, real. Like that's an example where price isn't what the limiting factor is. This really mm-hmm. is a change in behavior. Uh, you know, I have some friends who, my God, the idea of wearing clothes somebody else wore, that's like not something I'm going to do, um, even if it's been dry cleaned, um, you know. And I understand like some, like I think Lulu or Athleta or some of, or Macy's, I forget, some of the really big retailers are really starting to develop mm-hmm. parts of their stores for this resale. Americas, do you have a take on, you know, whether or not this is a consumer behavior that will be able to change that quickly? Or what do you think about that? Yeah, that that's a great question, Barbara. It, it's not clear to me that these kinds of uh, changes are, are quick to happen. And I think it's because, you know, you are sort of you know, socialized into a way of thinking and it's going to require, a, you know, either, the, you know, the old way of thinking just dying out, which eventually it will, because that's what happens with father time. Uh, and newer consumers may be socialized into a different normative expectation. But I think something like this, at least for me, it's it's just, it's such a, complete 180 mind shift to think about, you know, okay, now I'm going to do something like this, that it would probably be something less likely for me to adopt. And I think that it would take quite a bit of an investment. Maybe this is what's going on, Catherine, for companies to start getting that message out there and like teaching the world sort of unmasked that this is the kind of thing that is, you know, should be thought of differently, perhaps reframed and really, you know, trying to almost rebrand the idea of yeah. use, like what you're saying, right, Barbara? Yeah, I mean, these are complicated. Both of these messages you've told us, they're complicated, you know, and we're mm-hmm. talking about you got 30 seconds, 15 seconds to communicate these ideas. Yeah, like America yeah. said, it's a new brand. Yeah, I think it happens over time, you know. I think um, younger generations are more excited about it and they're more concerned about the environment. 
And I mean, and there are cases in which the more sustainable thing is the cooler thing. EVs, I think, are maybe a good example of that, where, you know, those are, there are some pretty cool brands out there that are, um, you We'll get on America's favorite topic of Elon Musk. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely, yes. My fellow Austinite, Elon Musk. (laughs) Very nice, very nice. (laughs) But yeah, I think that 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 is, I think that is changing in some places, and in in other places it's it's more difficult. Um, I mean, there are yeah, like you mentioned, Lululemon just made a big announcement about um, building out their their resale business. Um, and yeah, there's ways to brand it. Sometimes they call it pre-loved or um, oh, that's you know, better. That's or... better than has been sweated in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. But I think I think there is a coolness factor that is being that brands are kind of trying to infuse into these spaces um, that I think works on younger generations. Um, and I don't know. And then there's data out there that shows that maybe it's not so different among generations after all. That mm. older folks are just as likely to be jumping on this bandwagon as younger mm. folks are. So it's, mm. it's you know it depends who you ask. Well. It's very nice to have you today on our show for our Earth Week, Earth Day. Earth Day is April 22nd. We'll look for your story on Friday when you introduce that new story. And we'll keep our eyes open for everything that brands are doing today and this month when there's heightened attention to Earth Day and Earth Week. So, Catherine, thank you so much for being on our show today. Thank you so much. And quick plug, everything on Adweek related to sustainability is going to be free on Friday. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, check out. uh, we got a big Earth Day feature coming and all kinds of coverage. So it'll be good. Very awesome. Oh, that's great. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. We're going to take a short break. And when we're back, we'll talk about how brands are celebrating Earth Day. This is Marketing Matters Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.